Please join me in our responsive welcome. No matter who you are or where you are in life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. And you are wanted and you are valued here. Stories of faith that connect us. We have stories of faith that connect us, whether you're in Connecticut or Colorado, the United States or Europe or anywhere in the world. God of new life, we thank you for calling us together in this place. Here we open our hearts and lives before you. In this new season of Advent, we ask that you make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, may we sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is heaviness, light. Grant that in this time of gathering, our hearts may be held and healed in your care. Please be seated. And it is my joy to introduce to you Jane Ellen, who is with us this morning to share some reflections and some sacred texts on peace. So Jane Ellen, please come forward. We welcome you and we look forward to the meditations of your heart and spirit. Thank you, Sarah. It's a huge privilege to be here with you and to share what's so deep in my heart today and I apologize to Sarah for not coming a little earlier Um, I'm here to talk to you about peace it's what we all want in our hearts and in our lives and yet it feels so hard to come by I've had the great good fortune in my life to come across the man of peace one of the greatest teachers of peace of the 20th century Thich Nhat Hanh. Thich Nhat Hanh was born in Vietnam in 1926 in a country at war. It had been colonized some 50 years earlier by the French and the Vietnamese were rebelling. Not long after that the Japanese invaded and then came the British and the Americans And then the French came back. First the French came back, the British and the Americans, and they divided the country in two. So not only was there war with other powers, but there there began a civil war. Thich Nhat Hanh became a novice monk at the age of 12, and then at age 16 he was fully ordained, and at 20 became a Dharma teacher. He quickly became renowned for his teaching, and uh, some decades later he was invited to uh, start a Buddhist university. But Thai, as we call him out of respect, discovered that the monastic life was not satisfying for him. He saw so much suffering around him that he took himself out into the country to help the people who were suffering. And it didn't matter who they were. He didn't care what side they were on. Eventually he founded what came to be known as engaged Buddhism and this is the practice of 
bringing Buddhism, the deep teachings of the Buddha about love and, and inner peace and, and liberation out into the world and working with people. During that time, he also made several trips to the United States where he taught Buddhism. And in the mid-60s, he was invited to teach at Buddhism at a university, I think Columbia. And, uh, and ostensibly, that was his reason for coming to the States. However, his main purpose was to come to the, this country to talk to the American people about the suffering of the Vietnamese people. During that time, he met with uh, Thomas Merton and Daniel Berrigan and Martin Luther King. It was after that meeting with Thich Nhat Hanh that Martin Luther King gave his famous sermon about the Vietnam War, and he was assassinated not long after. Thich Nhat Hanh grew up in a country that had been colonized by a Catholic nation. And there were, they converted the people as much as they could. And by the early 60s, the head of the Catholic Church was the brother of the dictator of Vietnam. And he was trying to slowly outlaw Buddhism. And the people rebelled. And eventually the dictator and his brother were brought down. But Thich Nhat Hanh later wrote that he had never felt very good about Catholicism or Christianity until he met people like Thomas Merton and Daniel Berrigan and Martin Luther King. And he learned to love the teachings of Christ and the church and its people. And uh, one thing that was relevant to me when I started studying with him is he said, I spent 40 years in the West and I knew that they had several major religions and they didn't need another one. And what he brought was the teachings of the Buddha that help us live our daily lives. And I have never called myself a Buddhist. I am a Christian, but I practice Buddhism in my daily life and it has been hugely helpful. Thich Nhat Hanh wrote a beautiful book called uh, Living Buddha, Living Christ. And I'd like to read you a quote from it. The miracle is not to walk on water. The miracle is to walk on the green earth in the present moment. Peace is all around us, in the world and in nature and within us, in our bodies and our spirits. Once we learn to touch this peace, we will be healed and transformed. It is not a matter of faith. It is a matter of practice. What Thich Nhat Hanh has been teaching for 60 years is the practice of mindfulness. Now, I have come to learn that mindfulness is a really, really pathetic translation of the Pali word smirti. And what's really helped me is that in, in, his, um, in his writings and in the sermons or the Dharma talks that he gives 
uh, on Christmas Eve at Plum Village. Thich Nhat Hanh says that mindfulness is the Holy Spirit. The practice of mindfulness is the practice of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I've been in this country for several weeks now. I live in Scotland. I've been there for eight years. And I hadn't been back home for about three years. Things have changed. There's a feeling that's been very difficult and painful to deal with of tension, anxiety, fear, fear of the unknown, despair almost. I'm really inspired by Thich Nhat Hanh's life and what he lived through. He spent many, many years uh, helping people. In the mid-60s, Thich Nhat Hanh, when he was on that visit to the United States, he received word that if he returned to Vietnam, he would be tried as a war criminal. And so he went into exile. And it would be 39 years before he would be allowed to return to his country. During that time, he worked to help the Vietnamese refugees, the boat people, the Vietnamese people in refugee camps around the Pacific. And then he started teaching us Westerners. He gave retreats to Vietnam veterans and to people everywhere. And his message has never changed. If we want peace in the world, we must have peace in ourselves. I came across a beautiful quote by Thomas Merton where he wrote an article against war, about the roots of war. The roots of war are fear. And he said very clearly, look around you and, do, and look at the violence, the greed, the fear, the pain that causes war. But don't look at it in anyone else. Look at yourself. And in this time of increasing polarization, we can point many fingers and see many enemies, people to blame. And there is work to be done. There is the need to work for justice and change. And I have always admired this church for how much you do in this world. But if we don't do it from a place of peace, we add to the fear. So I would like to lead you in a very short practice of inner peace. It actually doesn't come from Thich Nhat Hanh's tradition. It comes from some mindfulness researchers here in the States. It's called the heart meditation. And they found that if you practice it, it, the beneficial effects to body and mind last about six hours. They found that. So I figure if you do it three, if I do it three times a day, I'll be in really good shape. It only takes three minutes. So if you would like to do this meditation with me, please close your eyes. And spend about a minute just focusing on your breath. Just notice your breath.
And if you'd like, put a hand or both hands on your heart. And I'm going to give you four words that you can repeat to yourself silently in any way that you like. You could pick one, you could do all four in any speed. Do it differently every time you do it. And the words are caring, compassion, appreciation, gratitude. Caring, compassion, appreciation, gratitude. Caring, compassion, appreciation, gratitude. Thank you. The passing of peace is a Christian practice. It was taught to us by Jesus when he would enter a room or when he was resurrected and came upon his disciples, he said to them, Peace be with you. When they were preparing for his departure, he said, Peace is my farewell to you. My peace is my gift to you. So in the passing of peace, we share that peace with one another. We recognize that there is peace within us, even if there's layers of unrest on top of it. Jane Ellen, thank you for helping us to get to that place of peace. And it is from that place that I invite you now to greet one another with a sign, a word, a gesture of Christ's peace. May peace be with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Beloved, when you go wherever you go, before you return at four, (laughs) go forth knowing that the peace, love, and light of Christ are within you. Go forth knowing that they are before you. Go forth knowing that they are behind you. They are the ground that you walk on and the sky that hangs overhead. Go forth to be an instrument of that peace and that light and that love, that our prayer may be extended to all who are in need, and that it may return to you to give you a fuller measure of that peace that you desire. Go now in that peace. Amen.